Good day, everyone. Happy Monday. This is Karsmenski Podcast. I'm your host, David Karsmenski, and today we'll be going into the most important car news that happened in the last 24 hours in my episode that I like to call Lent Break Car News. We have quite a few things to take care of today. With that in mind, let us get started. And we'll start with my favorite rumor and teaser section. And right away, we're going to talk about the 2021 Mercedes-Benz C-Class that is supposed to be revealed sometime tomorrow. Well, the leaks are ahead of its time and we see what the model will look like. It looks to be inspired by CLA-Class, which is the case with most of the model. Sort of looks like a baby E-Class, which is in turn baby S-Class and all the leaked images reveal the car in all its glory, inside and outside. On the inside, we have a fully digital setup for display that looks straight out of the S-Class, perhaps slightly watered down, and a digital instrument cluster for the driver, as well as the color head-up display. It was previously noted that the car will be available exclusively with four-cylinder engine, and that includes the C63, of course, which still promises 500 horsepower, but the way it derives the power is slightly different with the help of a hybrid. There's also a new technology and architecture in the car as well. Now it's based on MRA, modular rear architecture, meaning it will be available as a rear wheel drive or optional all wheel drive. It also will feature the more advanced 48 volt mild hybrid system and more details will definitely be known tomorrow when the car will officially be revealed. Next up, let's talk about the Ford Ranger plug-in hybrid model. It was previously announced by Ford Europe that all of their model will be electrified by 2024, and by that logic, 2023 Ranger is not an exception. Now, what's interesting is there are rumors and reports saying how much power the plug-in version will get, and reportedly, it's getting 362 horsepower, which is way more to, according to the current Raptor version. So the turbocharged 2.3 liter gasoline engine with electric motor and a plug-in hybrid will offer 362 horsepower and 502 pound-feet of torque, while the new Raptor with a brand new V6 will make 310 horsepower, meaning more power will be available in a plug-in hybrid. It will be interesting to see and definitely the SUV version of the pickup called the Everest will borrow it as well, but we're a long time away from the official model reveal. As of right now, we can only deal with some spy photos. Next up, another car that was spotted recently is the brand new BMW 7 Series, which will also be available as BMW i7. And what's interesting about this particular model is that it will be available with some retro styling, which seems to be fashion these days with cars like Nissan Proto-Z, heavily inspired by its heritage, and looks to, like the 7 Series is not an exception as well. While little is known about the powertrain, the options and such, it's interesting to see the new design, which also the new X7 will be taking as well. It'll, it's not unclear whether the car will use V12 or it will stick to V8, but there will definitely be a powerful option and all-wheel drive will be standard with rear-wheel drive available only on the entry model uh, diesel in Europe and the base i7. And finally, spies have spotted the brand new Tesla Model S played on a highway in California, 
which looks to be updated and is one of the first sighting of the actual plate model in public. This one features an updated front lip, potentially rear diffuser and interestingly no chrome accents. All of the car was blacked out in terms of its trim and it was featuring white on black color combination. Inside there was no yoke steering that was spotted but instead it was a regular steering wheel perhaps indicating that indeed the final version will have regular steering wheel as an option as I really hope it will have it. We'll see the final production version sometime soon. It has been revealed but it hasn't been spotted on public roads yet. That is still to be waited for. And with that the rumor and teaser section is complete. Let us talk about some new cars and the first one is definitely a banger. It's a brand new 2022 Lexus IS 500F Sport Performance that finally features a naturally aspirated V8 which comes as a surprise to some because we really were expecting Lexus to be more conservative and put a turbocharged V6 but that's not the case and the new engine is hot. It produces 473 horsepower, 395 pound-feet of torque. Unfortunately, it will only be available in automatic 8-speed, but it's decent enough with the pedal shifters. And it reaches 0 to 60 miles per hour in 4.5 seconds. The top speed is not announced at this point, as for the price as well. That's also unavailable. Interesting to note, the car weighs almost 3,900 pounds, or 1,765 kilos, and it's only 143 pounds more than the existing IS350F Sport. But additionally, the car features nice exterior touches like the bulge and the front hood to accommodate for the new V8 and some aero improvements. In the back, you also see a quad exhaust that we were able to see in the old ISF. And with this whole car, Lexus launches F Sport Performance brand which sits between the regular F-Sport and full-on F-Model. So what it's saying is you won't get an ISF model, but this is the closest you'll get in today's day and age. Additionally, when compared to IS350 F-Sport, the IS500 comes standard with dynamic handling package that includes adaptive suspension and limited slip differential as well as rear performance damper. Uh, it also features bigger brakes and slightly larger wheels and it gets some nice technology and luxury features inside as standard. Interestingly it also has a heated steering wheel as standard and different pedals. So there are different differentiations for this car and from the teaser pictures the inside looks a little bit classic and old with a black and black interior but if you throw in a red leather interior into there we might be talking. All in all a very hot car coming from Lexus, definitely better than what we expected and this is one attractive IS model I'd say. Another absolutely insane car that's coming to the market is the Gerden Murray Automotive T50S Niki Lauda. That's the full name of the track going version of GMA T50 which was already insane. Gerden Murray is saying that this car was developed specifically for track and was designed in parallel with road going car meaning they didn't have to take the road car and make it track only like they did with F1 and that's what they wanted to avoid. And when you look at the car it's definitely insane. Only 25 will be built 
each specifically customized and having a special name featuring the rate one of the F1 wins and it will still have the 4 liter V12 redlining at 12,000 RPM but will be tuned even more to 700 horsepower. The weight also decreases from 980 kilos all the way to 852 so you really have a rocket at the track and with improved aero thanks to the new big wing that this time supports the fan and some bodywork as well this car looks act like a rocket actually. Uh, the car will be available in 2022 and each one will cost 3.1 million British pounds which is a lot but it is a hell of a car to have and the car will also be offered with a special package that will come with a driving school if you need it and some components that will allow you to fine-tune the car for different track purposes. I'm definitely waiting for this one this looks like one of the greatest track cars out there and the road going car is personally one of my favorites so this is absolutely insane. Since we're talking about hot cars today Here's another one, it's the brand new Cupra Formentor VZ5. As the brand is celebrating its third anniversary, it unveiled its most powerful model up to date and it will feature an inline 5 turbo 2.5 liter engine used by Audi RSQ3. Notably, the engine that Audi didn't want to give up for the Volkswagen Golf R. The engine is slightly detuned, it produces 385 horsepower and 354 pound-feet of torque and is featured with all-wheel drive and dual-clutch 7-speed automatic transmission. The 0-62 to mph run is happening in 4.2 seconds and the top speed is 155 mph or 250 km per hour. The car will be limited to 7,000 units. It will specifically be available as left-hand drive. So it's a pretty limited version and Audi or Volkswagen Group are not specifically worried about the car undermining RSQ3. The car is also expected to be cheaper than its Audi's counterpart, expected around 60,000 euros, while the Audi RSQ3 is available for 74,000 euros. The car will be available shortly, and if you can get it, if you live in Spain, I would definitely recommend it. Speaking of Cupra, the brand has disclosed that we'll introduce a brand new small affordable electric car by 2025, which will be based on Volkswagen Group's MEB light platform that is reserved for the smallest ID cars. Uh, the car should be previewed sometime later this year and will be available as mentioned in 2025. They're looking at affordability, so around 18,000 euros as starting price and definitely won't be expecting greatness from the car, but it will be a good affordable option and knowing Cupra, they will make it a little bit hotter, like for example, with their Cupra Elborn. In any way, it's a long time to wait for this one and technology can still improve, so we'll wait and see. I was personally surprised to find that Karma still produces new models and they have two new debuts, the GS6 and GSE6, more affordable Rivero alternatives. Starting at $80,000, the fully electric GSE6 will feature either 85 kilowatt an hour or 105 kilowatt an hour battery packs and will debut in China at first and then will become available in other countries like the US, Europe and South America. And there also will be a range extended version and that's the only model that we know the range of. It's expected to be 360 miles and will feature 1.5 liter engine as a generator from BMW, a very similar 
setup to BMW i3. It will start at $84,000 and while it's unclear whether it will be available in China, it will be the first model available outside of China. So a little quick maths there. And definitely the cars are more affordable when compared to Rivero, starting at $130,000. The GS E6 and GS6 are also very similar in their design to original Fisker Karma designed by Fisker and should be available sometime later this year. So interesting to find out, Karma is still out there making brand new vehicles and one of them, as previously mentioned, is of course the electric SUV that we're still yet to see. It is almost official that the 2022 facelifted Kia Stinger will come to North America. The car will come in two flavors with a turbocharged 2.5 liter four cylinder making 300 horsepower and starting at $37,000 for rear wheel drive or $39,000 for all wheel drive and also will be available with a twin turbo 3.3 liter V6 making 368 horsepower. It's previously unknown whether the car will make it to North American shores, but apparently it is, and it comes with some electronic goodies like the built-in key fob remote start, ambient lighting, and as such, the car is pretty interesting, definitely will have some competition, and looks like Kia was satisfied with the success of the previous model, and is bringing it back to North America. Lastly, the final car that I wanted to mention is the retro-inspired 993 Speedster Remastered from Gunter Werks, the Californian shop. And this one is a piece of art for sure. They already have the coupe version in the market and this marks their special Speedster model. It will feature a modified four liter flat six, making more than 435 horsepower and 335 pound-feet of torque. Obviously it drops the roof and adds some bodywork and it's definitely looking incredible even to rival some examples from Singer, I'd say. And with that, the new car section is done. Let's talk about some news from the manufacturers. The first one is Bugatti that is still on sale. And while the future is unclear, Volkswagen Group is now saying the decision will be made by middle of 2021. The future with Rimac is still on the table as potentially Bugatti will be sold to Rimac while Porsche will have an increased stake in Rimac themselves and two hypercars can definitely benefit from the partnership between each other, Rimac providing excellent EV expertise and Bugatti providing excellent internal combustion engine expertise. Still on the table, still a lot of things that can happen, that's why Volkswagen Group is saying that it's premature to call the sale, but soon enough, in a few months, we'll be able to tell what's happening with Bugatti. Next up, some news about BMW design that has been questioned by some lately, especially after seeing the BMW M4 and iX models. Well, the company is saying it is elaborate and is designed to be that way because the company isn't seeing the success that it has seen in the previous years. And one of the solutions they find is change and change by differentiation. That's why you see expressive models that are really unlike anything else in the market, or perhaps maybe like Alfa Romeo, but the company has decided to target two specific customers, the elegant creators, they're more bound to classic models like the 3 series, 5 series and 7 series, and even though those models have seen grill increase, they're still pretty conservative compared to some others, which are targeting the expressive performance. 
the people that are bound to the new design of M4, X6 and iX. Definitely something to try and it's a little experiment that BMW is running and they're trying to push from both sides. While the grills are increasing, they're still producing classic examples and the cars like the new 7 series that is yet to come out and the X7 will feature this classic design at the same time pushing for a very aggressive M3, M4 and iX. We'll see how that plays out. And interestingly, in consumer reports, BMW scored second as a brand and BMW is still fairly popular, so maybe it will work out. Next up, in a conversation about some record breaking, SSC Toyota will try to attempt 300 miles per hour record. Uh, they are saying that the previous record, although made them the fastest car in the world with 202.9 miles per hour average, they're still not satisfied as they thoroughly advertised 300 mile per hour speed. And while the first record was shadowed with ambiguity and certain facts that didn't add up, they will try to make the speed run in a record-breaking 300 miles per hour both ways on a 2.3 mile stretch. So the initial limitation of that recent record was that the stretch wasn't long enough, but both the record-breaker driver and the CEO are saying that the car is able to perform better than that. And that's why they're really trying to push the car to its boundaries with the most recent uh, record attempt that will happen sometime soon. I think the car will be able to achieve that, but we'll see when it happens. Next up, an interesting piece from our car explores car subscriptions that mostly have failed with exceptions of two companies. That will be Porsche and Volvo, and both, even though they're pretty iconic brands, are pulling from different sides of the table. Porsche draws in customers by allowing them to experience sports cars, and Volvo allows for a more simple choice. Uh, in regards to while other companies like Audi, BMW, Cadillac, Ford and Nissan have failed is because of complexity of their offerings and different plans. If you look at Porsche or Volvo, their plans are fairly simple and the model lineup is simple as well and that's what makes them more successful. Still, uh, the future of subscription model offers more questions rather than answers and there's definitely few players that are successful in this field. And that will be it for today. Thank you very much for tuning in and listening to this podcast. Definitely enjoyed exploring some news with you, including the finally naturally aspirated 5-liter V8 from IS, some spine models and leaks, including the one from C-Class, and some industry news like the BMW design. Make sure to tune in daily for your daily dose of news and explore my other social channels. Thank you very much for listening. I hope you guys have a great day. And don't forget to reach out. Take care. Bye-bye.